0: Life Podcast. Our regularly scheduled episode eight didn't record exactly the way we wanted it to. So instead, we're going to treat you to some of the conversations we've had that haven't fit in previous episodes. We'll talk about the Rivers of Light rumor that appeared recently and how it possibly got started. We'll talk to our resident travel agents about why one might want to use a Disney professional to book their Disney vacation, and also about some of the spots outside of the parks that Disney offers for some rather interesting vacations. And we'll also speak about the rather ritzy Golden Oaks community just outside of Disney that's owned by Disney, and we have some uh, dreams where that's concerned. But first, since Kathy missed our Scary Moments episode, let's hear what frightened her in the Disney parks.
1: Well, um, so since I wasn't with you guys last week, um, I wanted to share my spooky Disney story. And um, it's the Haunted Mansion. And, you know, as you guys know, the cast members at the Haunted Mansion really sort of get into character and stay in character. Like, you, if you try to talk to a cast member at the Haunted Mansion, you know, they give you the funny look and they, you know, they, they stay there very somber, very serious. And so I was probably, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years old and um in the stretching room and you know that moment after the stretching has stopped and you know the ghost host tells you there's always my way and then you know 25 people always scream when the lights go out and then the door opens to go and load and load into the loading area for your doom buggy well there was a cast member as the door opened and i and i'm a little girl and i turned there's a cast member standing right in front of the door with this like terrifying look on his face, and he was like, "Right this way," and I'm like, ah! <laughs> so, "So now, even to this day, you know, when when that door comes open, and I'm like, I'm always like facing it, you know, like I'm no cast member is gonna scare me, you know, as I'm like coming through that door. So that was that was the thing that got me when I was a little kid, you know, the Haunted Mansion always kind of, you know when i was small it gave me an edge anyway but this one cast member just scared the pee out of me when i was a little girl so
0: it's funny was... how almost the <laughs> scariest part of the haunted mansion is before you actually get on the buggy yes.
1: yeah all
0: this all the lead-up yeah, stuff is actually more frightening especially was to me when i was a kid it's more frightening yeah. than the actual ride itself
1: it really is but would because that not be the most kind of cartoony
0: yeah but would that not be mm. the most fun attraction to work in? Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. To be one
0: Tower of those Terror. kind of somber guys, that would be so much fun. Absolutely, to just stand they, out they and be are. Gross.
1: They are in character. I've never. There, there isn't another attraction like that. Maybe Tower of Terror. I don't I, know because I've never. I to say Tower of the Terror. Wind. There's this one. I know there's this one cast member. I don't know his name at Tower of Terror, but he is like perfect for the role. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <perfect> <laughs> I know it's probably the same way but yeah, I mean they they are always in character and I can't think of another another attraction like that anywhere at, at Disney World so it's fun Okay so um I just assume skip this rumor thing maybe we'll revisit yeah. that, or I don't know. Yeah, so what <laughs> happened?
0: I saw the original post where he put up where they had the uh, dining schedule, but he took that down again? Yeah. Yeah,
2: they,
1: yeah, the, they took it down.
2: Yeah, Disney yeah. had released the the details, which it'll be at Tiffin's and Tusker House, and then what was the other restaurant that they were including on it?
0: Flame
1: Tree. Flame Tree and Tree. But they actually and- had named Tiffin's. That was what was so weird about. Yeah, it, that they, it was only Tusker because, House because and Flame Tree. Didn't ex, because Tiffins didn't exist. Because the speculation now is that oh, they they did this by mistake. Okay. That this was actually something that that was meant to be last May, right? When they and thought that, it was uh,
0: going to be released, then.
1: Yeah, when because because the Rivers of Light was supposed to start last yeah. April. Yeah. And then okay. so then this dining package would have been. Starting last okay. May, and so it went out. It thinking, was somebody, oh, somebody. Somebody hit the wrong button. Somebody pushed a button that yet yeah, that that put old information from out. earlier this okay. year on.
0: Okay. You know, sure.
1: detailing this dining plan that, and that's why everybody started thinking, "Oh my okay. goodness, you know." So long live story live short, the there's the still hope year. that it
0: could start before I go down there at the end of the month, right? The, yeah, I, I mean,
1: yeah. The like one thing I when I was reading about this thing today, you know, I read, somebody wrote that they were they're hearing it's going to be in time for the holidays, which may not be when you get there, but...
0: Halloween's um, a holiday. So I... <laughs>
1: you know, that's true. <laughs> yeah! Well, so
3: here's, That's true. I just here's booked our point.
4: 180 days out today for our trip in April, and was looking at the park hours, and still Animal Kingdom's like at 7 o'clock every night.
1: Oh. Yeah. Well, they didn't yeah, change they didn't November until... Those, yeah, they, they didn't change, the change them until now, October. Yeah, they've been waiting until, like, literally two weeks before the month happens, and then they change the they change hours yeah. for the next month, Yeah. because originally, before I went, it was they were closing at 7, and then they ended up closing at 8.30, I think, or 9 o'clock okay. when I was there.
0: And that's what they did for us, too. It was supposed to close at 6.30, and then they changed it to 8.30, like, two weeks ago.
1: Yeah.
4: Good. There's hope. I was thinking that maybe that was a sure sign that we wouldn't luck out with that,
0: so there's hope. Yeah. yeah. There is hope. Yeah. Here's uh, well, my issue. I think you're pretty much assured at least that they're having nighttime hours, whether they'll have yeah. Rivers of Light going or not, I think you're pretty much assured they'll have nighttime hours then. Yeah, by then,
2: Although definitely. you would think
0: six months from now they'll have, they've, they'll have it going. I would hope so.
2: Here's, here's <laughs> yeah.
1: my issue with Disney and Rivers of Light right now. I've wrote this plenty of times on my blog, how we were supposed to get an update on Rivers of Light. At the end of May, when they first delayed it, never got it. It is now October the sixteenth. Yeah. Still yep. no update.
2: I think it's literally going to be but, one of those things where they just all of a sudden they're like, "And tonight, yeah. tonight will be the first showing." I ever think so. yeah. I suspect
0: yeah. the same thing. Right. I think the, yeah, I, I think, think that's exactly right. what they'll do.
2: I mean, yeah. I think it's yeah, it's literally going to happen randomly, and it's going to hit the internet the next day or like as it's happening, and yeah. from then on it'll. And the internet's going to blow up? Probably, right. yes. Yeah. Exactly. Can you, you imagine too? you're just walking around Animal
1: Kingdom and all of a sudden, oh, we're going to have Rivers of Light tonight. What?
0: I'll tell you what Can happens. You I'm sure they'll do that one on there. There
1: That's you go. That's exactly
0: what they'll do. Yeah. yeah. And then, you yeah. know, you have to do, Look Jeff, for you have
1: to get on the phone and you have to re- report to us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We have to report live from Rivers of Light first.
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Fantastic.
0: What's the advantage to using a Disney travel agent rather than planning it yourself?
2: I think the biggest tip that I sell as a, you know, travel planner is that it's way less stressful and overwhelming for the client and they don't pay for my services there are no extra fees to use me you know Disney pays me so it's nice to them to not have like an extra commission fee or anything tacked on there and they don't have to worry about getting up at midnight and doing fast passes they don't have to worry about you know ordering luggage tags or for Disney's Magical Express like I do all of that it is 100% full service or you know, zero percent service. Some people just like to get those extra discounts and things through the Disney travel agent, but they are seasoned travelers and so they do it all themselves. So it's kind of customized to whatever experience you choose.
3: I I 100 percent agree with Sam. That's I I like getting up in the morning. I love ADR day, Advanced Dining Reservation Day and Fast (laughs) Pass Day. Like Advanced Dining Reservation Day, I'm up at five. I am a sleeper. I love to sleep, but I'm up at five, I make my (laughs) coffee, I make sure I have everything I have planned out, I have a spreadsheet, I'm ready to go. So, you know, to make my clients trips less stressful for them that they don't have to worry about it and I can get those hard to get reservations for them and they can still be sleeping and I can plan an itinerary for them where they don't have to really wait in line very long, Mm -hmm. you know, like that. I love doing that. I love to figure out the little nuances of, you know, the strategy of Walt Disney World. And if I can make somebody's trip just a little bit more magical so they have no worries and just enjoy. And that makes me happy. I like to share the Disney magic. Obviously, I like talking about Disney. I can't shut up about it. So, (laughs) I mean, I just, I love spread, <laughs> spreading. It sounds funny. I like sharing the magic with everybody that I can.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, for those that are way like organization freaks, you're going to want to talk to Shelby. I don't use spreadsheets. Um, that's not a thing <laughs> in my house. Um, no. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great day to be able to call a client and be like, you got a before, you know, park opening Magic Kingdom reservation at Cinderella's Royal Table. So you're going to start your day in the castle with your little princess or your prince or, you know, your mom or whoever. And that just really puts a smile on people's faces. And that's just the best part about it. And I love calling my clients while they're on vacation and saying, hey, I know you guys wanted to eat at Be Our Guest. And I just looked it up and there so happens to be a seven ten reservation for dinner. How would you guys like to eat at Be Our Guest tonight? And that's that's the best magic that you can give somebody on their vacation. is just those little moments of shock and awe.
0: So you keep up with it even while someone – while a client is at the parks?
2: Oh, until they're home. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You're with them until they're home and even then afterwards. (laughs) So that's
4: really the benefit is you guys are always looking out for your clients. I mean, you're you're doing it 24-7.
3: Oh, yes. yes. When you can I mean, right. Exactly. I have to sleep. I learned that in the beginning. I was like, it's midnight. You really need to go to bed. You know, you can't keep doing four hours of sleep every night. Like you need to relax and <laughs> go to bed.
1: But yeah, so how, that's what it is. How much information do you, does a client like need to give you, you know, if I, if I said, you know, well, I, I know I want to do, you know, I want to eat here or I want to do this on this day. How, how much you know planning do you do versus how much does your client you know how much information do you sort of need to get from from them do you know what I mean
2: um I mean this is kind of a funny story my very best friend in the entire world has never had any kind of park experience at all with Disney and I was trying to plan out a trip that unfortunately fell through because of the death of a family member but I learned a lot and the fact of not overwhelming my clients so I kind of take it one step at a time um, with doing, you know, approximate travel dates, amount of party, and then like a travel budget because that helps me decide, you know, what's going to be the best bang for their buck. And then from once we get that book, that's where I go, you know, do you guys want to do a character meal every day? Do you want to have a little bit more flexibility in your day for to just walk up and get food as you wish and things like that? And then I kind of piece things together. Um, I'm not sure how Shelby does it, but I just kind of go with what I think is best. But I also encourage my clients to get on the website or get on, you know, a couple different blogs and, like, look things up and tell me, you know, oh, we definitely want to ride rock and roller coaster, but please keep us off of Star Tours, like things like that. Right. That way, you know, they need to be educated because I'm not there as much as I am you know, a Disney guru, I'm not there to help them 24 hours a day on their vacation. So I want them to make sure that they feel comfortable with what they're getting themselves into on top of me taking care of the details. And yeah, you have to make sure that
3: they also want to ride those rides. You know, like what I want to ride, what I make fast passes for is not going to be the same that you make fast passes for. So you want to make sure that, you know what they prefer with dining and fast passes and how do they do their days? Because my family, We're up at seven at Walt Disney World. Do the eight a.m. pre-park opening, and we're there till close most nights. And some people like to take a midday break, and you know, so you have to find out what do they just like to do as a family. Maybe they eat dinner at eight o'clock at night or four o'clock at night. So
1: right, sure.
3: But I do, I do baby steps too. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sam.
2: No, I was just gonna say you want to make sure that they are keeping a similar schedule to at home. So like Shelby said, if they are, if they get off you know the kids off the bus and they eat dinner at five o'clock then and, and they're in central time that's 5 p.m in Walt Disney World they might be ready to eat dinner at 5 or 5 30 versus like a seven or eight o'clock dinner reservation so you really have to tune into their normal schedule because that's what helps them make the most of their days at Disney with is not getting overwhelmed with a completely different schedule than what they're used to.
0: Do you find most of your clients have been to the parks before, or are most of them first-time visitors?
2: I have both. I have gonna say
3: first-time visitors and ones that have been there but have been there before FastPass. You know, and then FastPass just totally overwhelms them.
0: It does. Yeah, that's scary. like I can break classes. that
3: down. Yeah, especially now that they changed it. You know, you don't have to make the three. Now you can make the one, the two, or the three. And with the tiers and Epcot and Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. what do you do? And So just to like talk them through that and explain that, that's the big help. Yeah,
2: I think FastPass Plus is definitely the one thing I answer questions about all the time. How do we do it? How do we get the fourth FastPass? What's the best option? And, you know, like just saying again, you just piece it together the best you can and just encourage them to also research and give suggestions the best you can. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun to help plan a vacation for someone because every single family is different. Every single itinerary I've done is different. Um, I'm actually planning a trip right now for a client who is deaf, and so that's a completely different experience because I'm having to research a lot of accessibility options so that she feels comfortable. But she's really excited. She said everything that she's heard has been great as far as accessibility, so we'll see. And that's the nice thing about Disney too. They're, you know, they're very
3: disability accessible and. Very accommodating. Very accommodating. Yes. They, yes. It
0: is lovely. So do you get a lot of that? Do you get a lot of people who are concerned about some sort of a special need? They have someone with mobility issues or, or a disability or do food allergies play a part in it? Is that a reason people come to you, do you think? They're less likely to try it themselves?
2: I think I mean I don't think that it's specifically one thing that brings them to a travel age I think it's just that they get on the website and they start researching and there's so many different options and so many different things to look at that they just get completely overwhelmed and most of the time they'll talk to somebody in their community a friend a family member and they're going to say oh like for me my hairdresser goes to Disney all the time you should contact her i hear that at least once a week <laughs> is people say, My, so-and-so comes to you to get her hair done, and she says you go to Disney all the time, and that's kind of how I got into travel planning, was I was planning trips for people anyway. I figured I might as well make, make <laughs> you know, money
1: off
3: you
0: of of well make some money to off of it. Make some money off
2: it, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just to be <laughs> completely blunt on Yeah, exactly. It's I, just, it's it's a way to pay for my trips and helping other people experience Disney and what I feel is the best way possible. So, but I mean, I have food allergies, so I get that question a lot. I mean, I don't have like the peanut or the gluten or anything, but, um, I have shellfish. So I always tell people like anytime I've told Disney, like, Hey, I have a shellfish allergy. Like they are top notch. Like those chefs go out of their way at table service restaurants to make sure that they, um, you know, have what they need. The one thing I was
4: going to say is we're DVC um, owners, and so sometimes in the past when we've used up our DVC points, we have used the service of a travel agent because we found that they are wonderful at finding you additional discounts. That's what I think the biggest benefit for us is you know we're super planners. We know what we're doing, but I don't have the ability to take the time to spend. Let's see, okay, this new discount code came out. This new package came out. Some kind right. of rate. And I've seen that in the past, just in my experience, that I've saved money by using a, a travel planner.
3: Right. And you don't even have to notify us to do it. We'll Correct. just do it. You know, right. like you don't have to be like, oh, I saw this discount that came out last week. I want to call you. And because the, Disney only a lot, has so many rooms open for that discount, they yeah. could be all gone by then. Your, you know, Disney planner will just boom, do it for you and just, yeah. you know, email you or text
2: you, call right. you, whatever just, you feel comfortable Like, Disney oh, I account. saved you money. But- Right. Yeah. Right. My favorite is when I get to surprise people with free dining. Like that's my favorite. Oh like, yeah. To call in and be like, Hey, how would you like to eat for free in Disney? And they're like, uh, and they I was like, well, you're going to. So especially when they're at a moderate resort and they've picked a, you know, quick service dining plan, which is the two quick service meals, a snack mm-hmm. and a drink mug each day. And I get to upgrade them. So they have the availability to one eat for free, which is awesome. And two, have a little bit better, have a dining experience than they originally planned on having. So, a little bit of Disney magic here and there. But that, uh, yeah, that's by the, the way,
4: only time we've ever used the dining plan is when we've had a travel agent give it like hook us up with it. Yeah. yeah. It other than that. And sometimes <laughs> it was because it, it was like, yes, free.
2: You know, and <laughs> for those of you listening, don't get discouraged if you don't get free dining um, because sometimes there are other packages that. Don't say free dining, but the way that they're discounted will make the dining packages very, very, very affordable, if not almost free. Um, They'll never be 100% free, but I've seen them become very, very affordable with those discounts. Um, They just don't advertise it like that because they don't really discount the tickets or anything. So usually when there is a discount, it comes from like your hotel and your dining package, which is awesome.
4: But our listeners would not know that if they didn't use either of you.
2: Exactly. I That's think, why yeah. there's an advantage of using us people who nerd out a little bit more than others. <laughs> now,
0: Do you know about these yeah, because perfect. you're paying such close attention, or because you're a Disney travel agent? Does Disney contact you when these things become available?
2: Um, well, I know for me, I'm not sure how um, Shelby's is set up. I'm a freelance agent for Snapshot Getaways, so I took the Disney um, like College training course knowledge. online. Yeah. yeah, College of Knowledge. And that kind of authorized me in selling Disney packages. Um, Disney would say that we're not affiliated with them, but we are. I kind of have to put that disclaimer in. I'm not an employee of the Walt Disney World Company or travel company. We are freelance agents that have taken education that are authorized to sell packages. But um, we get a newsletter like about two or three times a week that announces things either a couple days in advance or – the day of. So sometimes you have to like scroll through those packages. I don't know about you, Shelby, but I got a really cool email about the good neighbor. Um, yes. Hotel packages. Neighbor, which, yes. Um, for those who were listening on our very first episode, we talked about that and we found out that those do include transportation to and from the airport, which is awesome. Um, cause we had a question on what all that package includes. So it does include that free transportation And I believe most of those resorts have transportation to and from the parks as well. So Mm -hmm. just a little follow-up on that. But, yeah, that's. Yeah. And it's it's due due diligence,
3: too. We're constantly checking and checking and checking, you know, just in case we didn't get that email when we were supposed to, you know, just to make sure you're on top of it.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, between the 12 agents that work in our community with snapshot getaways i mean we're constantly chatting so if something big comes up within 30 minutes of it being posted or emailed one of us has posted on the facebook page or something of the matter so usually it's not too hard to get the news
3: yeah that's how we are too i work with um vacation with the magic And we have, you know, a special Facebook page that's just for the agents and we're constantly talking to each other about everything to make sure everybody has what they need and gives their clients the correct information, too, just in case.
2: Yeah. I mean, just like the other day, we had an ongoing conversation about upgrading tickets. You know, can they do that from home? The answer is no. You know, can they do that at their hotel? The answer is we're pretty sure that you can. Mm -hmm. Um, We... Um, or you can do it at any guest relations um, service desk at the parks or at Disney Springs. So it's questions like that, that we just continuously talk to make sure that we're giving the right and most current info. Cause as we all know, Disney changes every single day. There's something new and that's why you should come to us. <laughs> yeah. And that's why you should contact us. So um, I know Shelby will probably be happy to share her email as well, but if anyone would like to get in contact for a free quote, like I said, all of our services are completely included with your package, so there's no commission fees or anything like that, which is awesome. My email is Samantha, S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A, at snapshotgetaways.com. My email is Shelby, S-H-E-L-B-Y,
3: period, Frick, F-R-I-C-K, at vacationwiththemagic.com. And we just, we love what we do. I mean, I I love I love it. I think it's so exciting and wonderful, and I'm happy and giddy and all the time. <laughs> I love my job so much.
2: Yeah, I, I, anytime I Wednesdays, um, I'm out from the salon, and that's usually the days when I sit down and, you know, go through requests that people have sent me and things like that. And it's it's the best day ever. I love it. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite day of the week.
0: Just out of curiosity, how many clients will you carry at a time?
2: Um, oh, the most that many. I've had it. Yeah, as many as we can. The most yeah. of, I I've only been doing this since April, so right now I just tri- uh, booked my fifth trip with Disney, and I have a couple of international itineraries right now um, on top of that. So, and you know, we're not just limited to the parks. We do mm-hmm. Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, Disney World, Adventures by Disney. So if you guys want something a little bit different, but like the tour guide aspect, Adventures by Disney is awesome. They have what shall be over almost a hundred international itineraries? Oh yeah, yeah, to so choose many. from.
3: And you're yeah, still so. in that
2: Disney bubble, but it's not
3: characters. It's not you know you get two tour guides per group, which is amazing because most tour companies do one tour guide per group, and they're very knowledgeable and it's just it's nice because you have the safe and security of being in the Disney bubble and you're not you know. Mickey's not there constantly or anything like that. You get to go see yeah. Germany and France, and that's on my bucket
4: list. We were talking about doing the mm-hmm. trip to Spain um, oh, this yeah. coming spring break, and my kids opted like, no, we want to go back to Walt Disney World. I'm like, oh
2: my god, Spain. And then Disney has three properties that are not um, park properties or Disney Cruise Line or Adventures by Disney. They actually have. Olani, which is out in Hawaii, and then they have Vero Beach, and I believe they have one... Where's the third location, Shelby? Hilton Head. Hilton Hilton, Head. Yeah.
4: Those are both the... All three actually have a DVC component as
2: well. Yes. Yeah. So, if you're looking for a little bit of Disney magic, but want to do a little bit something different than just parks or a cruise or anything like that, I...
3: They just released a new discount for Olani too,
4: so... is fantastic. Yeah. It's like... (laughs) It's Hawaii and Disney. It's like these two magical, like fantastic places combined. It's just so wonderful.
2: So I'm taking you've been to Ohlone. Yeah, we have. Yep. Did you feel Um, like it was, I mean, it's not all inclusive, which is something that I wish they would come up with the future, but did you feel like it was pretty easy to navigate as far as like budgeting for dining and everything since it's not included? Well, we actually didn't stay at Alani. Right? My um, okay. family
4: has a uh, timeshare at uh, the area that Alani's in is called Ko'olina,
1: mm-hmm.
4: um, that part of Hawaii. So my family's got a timeshare at Marriott right there, okay. which is just like down there's like where Alani is, is three separate lagoons. Um, mm. And so the Marriotts on the like the first lagoon coast to the harbor, and then there's um, one other lagoon in between, and then Alani. Um, so we just went over and you know took advantage of everything that was there. We went and had like the character breakfast, and walked around the resort, and um, sat on the beach because all the beaches in Hawaii are. Um, open to the public regardless of what resort you're in um, they're not private beaches, so you can kind of go set up your little beach towel and hang out wherever so we did that and had a great time but it's beautiful the theming is gorgeous it's, it's really just gorgeous The um, it's they really incorporated so much of Hawaii and the music is amazing that's my favorite part of the resort is music
3: they're bringing a, a luau there now, and um, I know they. I from what I've heard, they believed in the beginning that people would be staying there. It'd be just a resort, and the people would uh-huh. go and explore Oahu. And apparently, nobody wants to leave once you get there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to think of ways to entertain everybody and expand because everybody's like, "Oh, wait a minute, they're not going." Well, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of. Um,
4: they, I believe, they have. So in Hawaii, there's like you know everyone. Who lives there? They have a special rate called Kamaaina, so mm-hmm. it's you know a rate for the local people. And I believe they do offer a Kamaaina rate. Um, and there's a lot of Hawaiians who go and stay at Alani compared to the rest of the resorts, where it's just really a popular destination.
3: Yeah,
4: it's gorgeous. Yeah, and there's list. a lot of <laughs> yeah, definitely. And there's the cool thing is there's a lot of native Hawaiian speakers. And they're very um, keen to, you know, share their language with you. So you can ask a lot of different words, and they'll tell you things. And, it, and they, you know, have their own Disney words that they know exactly like what it translates to in Hawaiian. So it's pretty cool to learn. Yeah, that is cool. That's yeah, cool. it's gorgeous. It's really neat. They've done a great job. I know Joe Rohde, the Imagineer Aww. who did that, you know, just spent so much time working with the people in Hawaii and, you know, a lot of local artisans. So the artwork is amazing. It's, it's, it's immersive. It's gorgeous.
2: That's what Disney does best. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Highly recommended.
2: <laughs> we ought to do a show mm-hmm. on that sometime. We, we should. I do just do a show that, yeah.
0: on the things outside of the parks that Disney does. Yes. Yeah.
3: Have any of you guys done ABD? No. Um, no, I want
0: I have...
2: to. No.
0: We should no, all go, and then we could talk about it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Then, yes. <laughs> we could do, yes. like, a... Yeah, and there's a lot of U.S. itineraries that are, like, weekend getaways mm-hmm. that are adventures yeah. by Disney, which would yeah, be... they've be... One in Nashville, right? That's yes, that's,
3: yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. There's and, one, and the one
3: out in California too, where they go and tour the museum. And yeah, you do the, there's
0: one where they go in Disneyland and they do Disneyland and they do the Animation Studios.
3: Mm-hmm. That's, yeah,
0: yes. of, that would be incredible. Yeah, you, they, I think uh, you
3: go
2: to, um, oh, John Lasseter's winery and yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be neat. Yeah.
2: I don't. We can edit this in or whatever. But the nice thing about Adventures by Disney that most people don't understand is that it is all inclusive. It includes your meals, your like itinerary, your hotel stay. The only thing it does not include is your travel. So most so people have, like, think two that they from. have yeah to from or you know driving and parking or whatnot to wherever you need to be. But yeah, so once you're actually checked into Adventures by Disney, what you pay for is your hotel and your activities during the day and your food so that makes it a way more you know immersive experience and it makes it a little bit more affordable because you're not worrying about oh we're spending x amount of dollars on just activities no you're spending x amount of dollars on everything that you pretty much need
0: and everything too Mm
2: -hmm. yeah Yeah, and the guides and everything the the guides and yeah yeah from yeah. doing the research on it i really like the fact that
4: that the activities they split up you know kids versus adults they have some that are joint but then they have ones that are specific you know for whatever reason you're at that are kids specific and the adults go off and kind of do their own thing be it a wine right or yeah
3: um. yeah like in italy the the adults can go wine tasting while the kids can go make a pizza or something like yeah. that yeah it's nice
2: yeah that is nice Yeah, I uh, heard that they were trying to come up with a Kansas City type itinerary because Walt is from Missouri. So Marceline Marceline. is. Yeah. yeah. Um, So I live in the Kansas City suburban area. So I live about 20 ish minutes from downtown Kansas City. And there's a. His first studio was right off of the Country Club Plaza, which is kind of famous around Christmas time, if anyone's heard of it, because they do the plaza lighting. And then Marceline's like two and a half hours from here. So it's kind of. If you know where Missouri, like University of Missouri, Mizzou is, it's I think like 30 minutes south of that. So if I have my directions right, don't quote me on that. But they were (laughs) trying to come up with a Disney itinerary, but I don't think that they've quite figured it out out yet. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, Marceline is cool. Um, a small world follower, Rebecca, she went to, she came to Kansas city for a concert, but she stopped there on the way in. And she's, I mean, I don't think that I would spend money to like go on an adventures by Disney type of thing, but I mean, I could see where some people may like the history of it of where he grew up and all that good stuff. Right. And yeah,
4: there was just a big, you know, maybe in Chicago too. I know they've done some things there in the past, I think, or, or maybe they've just had, like, the D23 events there. But his house, his family's house in, um, Sh- like, the Chicago suburbs, mm-hmm. a bunch of people just bought. Yeah. They did, like, a, a Kickstarter to raise money for that so they could
3: rehab the house, too. But, yeah, they saw not, that. Yeah. Yeah, When it when it was announced that it was going to go up for sale, it was a storm. <laughs> <laughs> people, like, are getting together
2: to... That's the Disney community for you.
3: Yeah. That's cool.
0: They actually did go ahead and buy it? Yeah, they did. Oh, yep. that's great. All right. Do you guys have anything to add and uh in the way of closing off uh
2: No. Nope. <laughs>
1: unless okay. unless I win the lottery.
2: <laughs> the we'll cross our fingers for you, John. And buy a house in Golden Oak. Hey. Great. <laughs> that's
1: right. Welcome that's right. To stay.
2: Isn't what What's Golden Oak? Isn't that the community on Disney property? Yeah.
4: Yeah. That, Is, and the houses cost like $7 million. It's, yeah. yeah.
2: They start at like $3 million. <laughs> yeah. Do they, do they come with Lifetime Park passes? Like what's the deal? They
0: have their own bus. Oh,
2: they have they a do, little well, – yeah,
0: like a th- they have a theme it, park bus that will take you I over mean, to the theme park.
4: I think if you're you one can, of the original – I think that was part of the premise for the original owners. So the people who were at the first part of the construction, there was – um. I mean, lifetime park. Was there? Entrance The last thing I saw, you
1: you you got an annual pass for like your first year. Yeah. And then and then beyond I mean, that, if, then you. I mean, if have I'm buying a, a house it. for three million, if I'm buying a house for three million, I better be lifetime pass anyway. Kick in the <laughs> right, park pass, better. will ya? <laughs> well, if you have three million for a house, you can this you can afford five hundred bucks a year for your park pass.
4: I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> I was just on the Golden Oak website. So as yeah. of December 31st, each household um, receives five complimentary resident passes each year for three
1: years. Oh, for three years. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was for the first year, but it's for the for three. Okay. Yep. Huh. Yay. Not- <laughs> that, and that pass, so the
4: resident pass is a premium annual pass and they each come with five additional one-day theme park tickets so you can bring your friends.
2: Bring your friends, yeah. Oh, okay. 40 days. Can't be really that bad of a deal. Thing is five, no. five annual passes per household, that's $3,000 a year. Close one, to it.
0: That's 1% of the house price.
2: Yeah, But they don't give do yeah. much. Yeah, in perpetuity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good word. Yeah, Dang it. No. <laughs> that's another favorite. Penultimate perpetuity and a muck is top three.
4: Well, I don't know how many are built now, but it says there's only a a full build out. They'll be have approximately 100 or 290 homes, so if they're getting close. We better pool our money together and get one.
1: They've started. They started the next phase. Last time we drove by there, they were. And some of those houses are absolutely beautiful
2: i wonder if they could just build me like a one bedroom plus a den like does it have to be a big house like what's (laughs) the what's the requirement to live there Uh, let's see there are there are specific standards yes
1: yes oh my gosh
2: probably what minimum of three bedroom
1: well it's they have they have floor plans that you can choose it's just like when you you buy into any development you know you have a certain set floor plans that you can choose from
2: See, that's crazy, because here, like, a lot of neighborhoods here in Missouri, in the town that I live in, they will modify your floor plans. Like, there's a neighborhood across the street from mine that all of their houses look like the, like, leave-it-to-beaver houses, but there's a couple that are literally one bedroom plus dens. Oh, Um, yeah, no. They've modified them down to be, like, their size. I mean, they still have to buy the same amount of, like, lot, but... Yeah, when a lot is going for thirty thousand dollars alone, you can only imagine.
0: I live in the I really, land that zoning forgot, so our houses look like you can only imagine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we should
4: all get together and pool our money.
0: There, and we go. buy a one of these, house. and then yeah. just
4: rotate it between us.
0: There yeah, that sounds good. Three billion dollars well, divided and by eight—that's not much, right? I'll, I'll, I'll two, be so there
4: too, according to the website. Home prices start at million, started to. Oh, so $2 it's a bargain. We just dropped a whole million off. <laughs> Heck yeah. Wow.
2: But is the what housing market very much higher up there or down there, Kathy? Like, what? Is the what? Like, L. A. Yeah. has a very inflated housing market. Is it like that in Florida? Um, it, it's, it's starting to come up
1: again. The, um, it, had, it, it sort of, it crashed really hard. We hit, we got hit really hard here, um, when the bubble burst. Um, and they've started to come up again And I think that they're getting to where They're they're more unaffordable again But, um, you know, we don't have Income tax here Our, our taxes are sort of low mm-hmm. So, you know, it sort of Evens out that way Depending on where you live, you know, you might have trouble getting homeowners insurance Right, because um, of the hurricanes, right? The hurricanes, yeah So, and that can be a little bit expensive um, But, you know Housing prices have gone up I I mean, I, they're definitely nothing like california not at all like california um they they're it's a little expensive for sort of the average person but you know you can find something but golden oak is just special (laughs) yes Yes, definitely (laughs) yeah but so i'm happy to you know when you guys are you know not in it when you're doing your other thing i'm happy to be there as sort of the maintenance i'll be the caretaker there you, you go. Know, take care of wow. it while, and then you know I'll come back here to Tampa when you guys are are there. You could be <laughs> all like all Alice. Day, in the, be you know,
0: like Alice in the, the Brady Bunch.
1: Yeah, there's one for <laughs> yeah. sale oh, right yeah. now,
0: guys.
4: There's one for sale that's 1.9, well just under two million. Um, but it's oh, well, four.
1: That's, that's a bargain yeah. for gold. it's egg. a
4: resale. Wow. For, it's 4,108 square feet, five bedroom, five and a half bath.
1: Holy wow. gosh
4: Wow. We could all and fit in there too. Heck yeah! Right. <laughs> I it's really got named, They're all the, all the homes are named. What was this one? Uh, Villa di Ana Capri. Ah, okay.
0: Elsa oh, of Alador could come live with us. It'd be great. Be easy.
4: <laughs> Elsa.
2: Elsa <laughs> of Eleanor.
0: What's her name? Is her, her name not Elsa? Yeah. What's her name of Alador?
2: Eleanor. Eleanor. Eleanor
0: of Avalor. Or what's her name? Eleanor of Alador. Ale-
2: yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There
0: it is. Yeah, she can come live with us.
2: Oh, God. That was too good. <laughs> oh, God. also no. <laughs>
1: That's great. I don't have a son, and he's
0: 17. I'm down. I'm not good on my princesses. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life.